0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It's Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. I'm Andrew Hansen, back for another week of PGA DFS. Coming off a really fun event last weekend at the WM Phoenix Open. There were multiple holes in one on the weekend. Birdies and Eagles, star-studded leaderboard. A lot of fun. We had another winning week on DraftKings. Four and one now with our cash lineup on DraftKings, so we're going to see if we can keep it going this week with the Genesis Invitational at the famed Riviera Country Club in Southern California as we finish up the West Coast Swing, and man, what a group of entrants we have here. Limited field of only 120 players, and all top 10 players, the top 10 ranked players in the world will be there competing, so... Uh, we're going to really have to battle here uh, to try to make the most of it as we build our lineups, but we're going to have a lot of familiar names to choose from. Uh, it is a par 71 playing to 7,322 yards this week. And I'll hit two stats this week. One of them is going to be strokes gain T to green. That really helped us last week. I'm also going to talk about par four scoring on holes between 450 and 500 yards, as there are six of them on this course. Uh, some memorable holes, too. We've Got that drivable par 410th that's a part of the playoff when we have that, including last year when Max Homa defeated Tony Finau. Then you've got that par, uh, the, the 18th hole, stretching up to the clubhouse with the amphitheater around the green. There have been multiple majors played at this course, and I'm sure most of our uh, w- viewers here and listeners are familiar with the course so let's get after it here we're going to talk about some of the winners and runners-up then we'll get into some of the stats and I have some interest in these winners more so than the runners-up last year as I mentioned it was Max Homa man what an emotional victory it was for him talking about having gone to the course as a spectator as a baby and uh, then winning on the course so he's 8,300 on DraftKings coming in with decent form. He tied for 14th last weekend at the Waste Management, uh the WM uh, as it were. Uh Adam Scott won it 2 years ago. Uh he tied for 38th last week at the WM. Last year we did not have fans in t- in 20 we did. Uh so we'll be back to fans this year. Uh you know Adam Scott's a nice price as well could be a a, a strong pivot off of Homa, $100 cheaper. On draftkings but the winner back in 18 is the guy I'm most most interested in here Bubba Watson he actually won it in 18 16 and 14 and since this is another even year 22 uh, maybe he'll he'll knock it out again uh, but played him last week at the WM and he came through with a top uh top 20 uh really strong ball striking around the greens he wasn't quite as strong. But 8500 on DraftKings, I really like his price. And then Dustin Johnson won it back in 17. Uh, and he's more expensive here. He's 10200 on DraftKings. But I'm interested in him. I like the way he's trending. Uh, on the U.S. soil, he finished tie for 25th at the Farmers. And then he went overseas, finished tie for 8th at the Saudi International. So I think he's trending up. Ball-striking stats were really good at the Farmers. So DJ looking to re, uh, you know find that form uh, on this course that he's uh, hit so many times. He also was runner-up twice in 15 and 14. Uh, and then James Hahn, here's a potential value play. Talked about him before uh, over the course of our shows here. He's 6,500 on DraftKings. And how about the last three years here, he's finished in the top 15. So he just loves this course. Not at the top of his game right now. He did miss the cut last week. But remember, he had COVID the week before that. So let's give him a pass on missing the cut in Phoenix. And let's see if the return to this course will allow him to make the cut. If so, you know, great opportunity uh, at 6,500. And again, you know, it's a little easier this week uh, to make the cut because there's only 120 players. So let's see if we can get all six of our guys through. Uh, that's it for the recent winners going back 10 years uh, for those who are going to play again this week and then looking at the runners-up as I mentioned not as interested in them Tony Final lost in that playoff last year he's missed the cut the last two weeks so I'm going to fade him Kuchar, Uh, same thing he's 6800 a lot better value but he's also missed the cut in his last two events so I'll probably fade him this week. Justin Thomas was the runner-up in 19 uh, 10,700. And I do like his uh, trend as well, but he's more expensive than DJ. And it looked pretty good in Phoenix, really strong weekend, finished tie for eighth. Uh, he's going to put it together here soon and, and get a victory. Kevin Na, 7,600. He was runner up to Bubba in 18. He finished tied for 20th at the Sony in his last event, but he's been off for about a month. So, you know, that's the the question there. Uh The rest versus, uh, you know, recent finishes uh, and the strong course history. Uh, But again, good price for him and always seems to do well on the West Coast. Afina was the runner-up that year as well. Thomas Peters was the runner-up in 17. He's interesting to me, 7,400 on DraftKings. And he's been playing overseas lately. He has a win and a tie for 12th in his last two starts. Uh, Jason Kokrak was the runner-up in 16 along with Adam Scott. And Kokrak is 7,700. Great season last year, but you know just hasn't quite been doing it here in 2022. He finished tie for 45th at that Saudi International. So I'll probably wait another week on Kokrak. Uh, Paul Casey was the runner-up, along with DJ in 15. He's 7,600. Good price for Paul Casey. And we do see uh, another example like last week, where we've got some really good players in the seven and eight thousand dollar range, and so I am going to uh, probably build that type of lineup on DraftKings, a little bit more of a balanced lineup. Uh, he's also been playing overseas; last two events, tie for twelfth, tie for twenty fourth, and then finally, the runner up uh, ten years ago was Keegan Bradley, seventy two hundred, and he was in some lineups for me last week, made the cut uh finished tie for 26th. Uh so Keegan certainly playable at 7200. All right, let's uh let's go to some statistics here. Last week I spent a lot of time in the show talking about strokes gained tee to green. And we looked at the best players on tour in that stat in 2021 that season and then the current season. And it was really helpful. The uh Out of the guys from 2020 to 21, in the top 20 strokes gained T to green, uh, I went through all of them last week in the top 20, and nine of the 12 who were playing made the cut, and six of those 12 players finished in the top 10. So if you focused on that group and got as many of them into your lineup as you could, I hope that you were successful. Uh, And the reason we pulled that stat last week was because the five of the last six winners at the WN Phoenix open had been first or second in that category. And here at the Genesis invitational, the last two winners have been in the top three in that category for the week. So I'm zeroed in on that stat again. Uh, and following up on those guys from 20 to 21 uh, in that top 20 ROM, you know, he finished top 10. Uh, he's a really expensive though. This week, 11, three faded him last week. Uh, and it worked out uh, because that's a little too much to pay for a, a, t- a you know a tenth uh, spot overall. So I'm going to fade him again because of so many options that we have here, who are cheaper and still really strong bets to make the top ten in my opinion. Uh, Justin Thomas was next; he finished eighth, of course. More interested in him; he's cheaper. Can't lay 11, 000. Uh, Man, he is just. Owning the top 10 lately, uh, losing the playoff. So again, just like last week, wouldn't be surprised if he wins it. I'd be surprised if he's outside the top 20. Uh, So he's on the borderline for me. Uh, Next was Keegan Bradley, who, as I mentioned, finished second here uh, 10 years ago. Hovland was the one who missed the cut. uh, First time in quite a while for him. And the short game got him and so i'm going to i'm going to fade him again this week i'd rather go with the next guy in the list kepka 9000 i did fade him last week but he played awesome he finished tied for third put it together with his ball striking you heard the quote where he was embarrassed about being outside the top 20 in the world ranking well it seems like he's on a mission to get back towards the top where he belongs and at 9000 you know he can outplay the guys that are 11000 easily when he's in top form so I like Kepka a lot this week Connors Corey Connors how about this he's 7300 this week on DraftKings and he's been a little bit down lately in performance but he did make the cut last week tied for 38th so the 7300 for Corey Connors is a price tag that's tough to ignore on a course like this Uh Berger uh, missed the cut last week and is out again this week Uh, So we don't have to worry about him. Hideki was good for us. He was locked in, finished tied for eighth. He's 9,300. Good price. Okay, course history here. Not quite as strong as in Phoenix. So I probably won't get as many shares of Hideki this week. Uh, Tony Finau, again, we've talked about. He missed the cut last week. And then Xander and Russell Henley. Uh, Xander also tied for third, 9,900 this week. So some savings over some of the other stars. And his ball striking was phenomenal. He was just all over the greens in regulation. And it was just birdies and pars all week, it seemed, for Xander. So he's in a really hot stretch, uh, trending up, uh, certainly playable. And then Henley, 7,900. I probably won't have as much of him this week as last. All right, let's turn to the current calendar season. Uh, 21 to 22 and look at this stat again because it's changed a lot since last week and it did help us with our lineups last week as the guys who were in the top 20 heading into last week 10 of those 13 made the cut and four of them were in the top 10 so let's see what the current rankings are it has shuffled a bit now at the top we have will zalatoris interesting profile for him because he finished second at the farmers with it with a chance to win and then he had covid so he's been out uh, but he was uh, top 20 here last year uh, so you know it, how is he feeling after covid is he 100 uh, percent? a bit of a dice roll i think uh, so probably won't have him in the cash lineup uh john Rahm is next he's up to second in uh, t degree in this year Luke List is third after that win at the Farmers. He made the cut, but 53rd last week. So I uh, probably won't get to him this week. Then we have Sungjae M, who hasn't played since a tie for six at the Farmers, 8,600. Another guy in that price range where I think it makes a lot of sense to uh, roster him and try to make sure you get six guys through the cut. Uh, Justin Thomas again. You know these names; they they keep uh, showing up for a reason. Uh, then Matt Fitzpatrick, who's 8100. I'm recording this Wednesday afternoon. Apparently, he's dealing with a stomach bug, and he uh, did not participate in the pro am today. Uh, and this one is important news for me because he's been playing great. His last two events, tie for sixth and tie for tenth, and in this event, he's played it twice. Seven of his eight rounds have been under par, tied for fifth last year, good price at 8100 So I'm going to be following that news tonight, uh, see if there's any updates, and see if he's ready to go for tomorrow before I make the final roster decisions for myself and for our members. Uh, we will have the coach's clipboard tonight. I'll put that together for DraftKings. So jump in with us if you're not a member yet, uh, dfscoachtalk.com. Uh, get that clipboard tonight and then full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo, cash lineups and GPP lineups so you can plug and play. Uh, so go to the website, dfscoachdoc.com, sign up, and we'll get you in there tonight. Uh, wh- whatever membership you get, you get all of our sports. So you get the basketball lineups seven days a week as well. All right, uh, let's continue through. How about Ryan Palmer? Okay, really, really good price for him as well. 7000 on DraftKings, but uh, he shot at 81 uh, at uh, the at t Pebble Beach Pro-Am, didn't make that final round on Sunday, uh, so I'm going to wait and see with him and see if he gets back in form. 81 for a lot of us amateurs is a pretty solid day, but for these pros, that's a that's a wake-up call. Uh, so uh, we'll see about him. Uh, Russell Henley, again, great T-degree, T-degree. He's on this list again. Colin Morikawa, haven't talked about him in a bit. He's been playing overseas. He finished tie for 18th in Dubai in his last event. And apparently he has a new driver in the bag. And he said he made a tweak on it overseas. And now he feels really good about it. But he doesn't have tremendous course history here. So he's one of the high-priced guys I'm going to fade this week. Uh, don't feel great about it because he is so amazing, um, especially approaching the green. But uh, I plan to fade him this week. Hideki, top 20 in this stat again, just like last year. Sam Burns, here's another guy who is a bit of a dichotomy. He finished third in this event last year, but in his last two events coming into it this year, he's missed a cut. So another guy that I'd rather just fade at 8,700 and play somebody near him who's in better form. Xander Shoffley again on this list. Patrick Cantlay in the top 20. Taylor Gooch. 8,000, great course history here. Tied for 20th, tied for 10th, and tied for 12th. The only thing I don't like about him is that he had a a couple of hiccups in his final round in the WM, and he ended up shooting a 75 uh, that pushed him down the leaderboard to 26th. Uh, So there's the hesitation there. Tom Hoagie uh, followed up his win with a tie for 14th at the WM. He's made the cut here a couple times. Uh, he's on the borderline for me at 7,500. Keegan Bradley's top 20 uh, in T to green this year. And then Cameron Smith, good guy to end on with this stat. 9,100, I like that price a lot for him. I uh, remember last year he finished fourth here. He also has a tie for sixth in this event. His last event over at the Saudi Int- International, he was tied for fourth. Um, and a guy with this much, you know, Power for um, you know pushing up the leaderboard uh, can win anytime he steps out there, can string birdies together, can play tough courses like this. I like the price of 9100 quite a bit. All right, how about one more stat before we wrap up? And that's par-4 scoring on holes that are between 450 and 500 yards. As I mentioned, there is a handful of them here on this course. Morikawa at the top of the list. Uh, And Will Zalatoris, we've talked about them. uh, Probably going to fade them this week. Cameron Smith, though, is next on that list. So that's reassuring and kind of explains why he's done so well in this event. Kucher is on that list as well. Uh, This is from the current season, by the way. And then Alex Noren, here's somebody who we haven't talked about yet in this show. He's 7,500 on DraftKings this week. Played really well in Phoenix, tied for sixth. Uh, So there's a solid option. And then another potential value play, Cameron Young is uh, great on these long par par fours, 6,700 this uh, week on DraftKings. And recently he's tied for 20th and tied for 26th. And then we've got Xander on this list, uh, Maverick McNeely, who finished tied for 33rd at Pebble. And uh, then he took a week off uh, and he also missed the cut here last year. So some mixed results. Uh, Last guy in the top 20 of this stat, Adam Schenck. And how about his recent trend? He had a 62 in the Farmers in that second round. He had a putt that lipped out for 61. And how did he follow up his 62 with a 75 and a 78? And then his next event, he missed the cut with an 81 and a 75 just amazing that these guys can shoot a 62 and an 81. Um, That's that's golf for you, but uh, he's 6,100, so pure GPP option. Uh, I don't think I'll get there this week. And I want to finish the show with one of my favorites, Francesco Molinari. Uh, He can just get it done on courses like this where it's not a birdie fest. By the way, in recent years, the winning scores have been 12 to 14 under, maybe 15 under. The highest has been 17 under. So uh, you know, not we're not looking at a 25 under type week. Uh, but Molinari, he isn't he's actually a member at this uh country club now, uh, the Riviera. So gotta love that. He finished high for eighth here last year. And in this current season, he's made three straight cuts. So seven thousand from Molinari. I should have uh, or I plan to have a lot of exposure to him this week. So uh, that's it for uh, the preview of the Genesis infra- in, uh, Invitational. Hope you enjoyed that. I'm looking forward to the week. We'll see if we can keep the winds rolling. Any questions, reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. You can also find me on Twitter at Language Olympic. All right. On behalf of the entire DFS Coach Talk team, thank you so much for joining me, and we'll see you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.